This week on Sexually Woke with me, Dr. Susan, I'm talking about whether cosmetic surgery, specifically gynecologic cosmetic surgery, can lead to freedom. That's an interesting question. Hi, and thanks for joining me on this week's episode of Sexually Woke with me, Dr. Susan. And today, I wanted to talk about a little bit of a controversial topic that comes up in my office quite a bit, and that is the concept of freedom and cosmetic surgery, which sounds a little bit disconnected, but let me tease that apart for you. So I'm all about freedom. I think that might be really the purpose of life, to be free from limiting beliefs and free from limits that prevent us from living in our full aliveness. And my experience is that some types of cosmetic surgery can lead to greater freedom. So let's talk about that specifically about gynecologic cosmetic surgery. And I know this is a touchy topic for some people. So take a deep breath and let's just see if we can understand each other's opinions. So I know in some way, many of us think, and I agree, that the idea that we need cosmetic surgery at all could represent a lack of freedom that we're being convinced that we need something done to change our bodies by an outside power, so to speak, by our culture, saying that we're not good enough as we are and we need to change something. And that definitely could feel like a lack of freedom, that we're being forced to do something that we don't really in our heart want to do. And I do understand that argument, but here's another argument just to consider. And I've been doing gynecologic cosmetic surgery for many, many years And I'll tell you what I hear from patients who have it done with almost no exception. And that is that if you have been suffering with something like enlargement of the labia minora, which is a very common complaint that patients come to me about, where the labia minora, those inner lips that we all have, can be much longer than she prefers, asymmetric, hyperpigmented or dark colored, or any combination of those. And that particular person is walking around with this anatomic uh, situation, which for sure is normal, no doubt about it. Just like all different sizes of breasts are normal and noses, there's nothing abnormal about it, but it's certainly uncomfortable. So this particular person is walking around with labia that pull with uh, intercourse. They get trapped inside the vagina. Maybe riding a bike is really painful. Uh, Maybe certain clothing that we wear nowadays, like swimsuits or yoga pants, show a bulge and that causes her to feel uncomfortable. When she has surgery, which I don't tell her to do, by the way, you know, if a patient comes to me and requests this on her own, I will let her know that I have the skills to change that safely for her in a manner that will allow her to be more comfortable. But if she came to me and she wasn't asking for that, I would certainly never tell anyone that they needed it because of course they don't need it. Uh, But going back to this imaginary patient, if she has this uh, corrected, now she is free from having to worry about that. So she can ride a bike, she can have intercourse, she can wear whatever she wants to, swimsuit, yoga pants, G-string, anything she wants. Her choices have now opened up. And I do think that is a really important description of freedom, that we have unlimited choices within the scope of what we're talking about today. So can labioplasty lead to freedom? I think in that way it absolutely can. Now in a perfect world, if we were all enlightened, we would just be really happy with our bodies exactly the way they were. And that would be great. But I don't think even enlightenment would prevent us from experiencing discomfort. And, you know, if a woman has labia that are enlarged and they're pulling or getting in the way with intercourse or exercise or certain clothing, my opinion is we should leave her alone and let her make her own decisions. And I do hear people talking about 
what people should do, that you should not do this or that it's wrong or that doctors who do it are wrong or that people are being coerced into doing it. And honestly, I think minding our own business is sometimes a really good idea. And perhaps if you were in that situation, you might feel differently. I've experienced myself that I've had a very strong opinion about a certain thing until I was in that position. And then I changed my mind. And many of us might have had something similar happen. Uh, I see things where people get really emotional about a certain thing. Like, for example, whether or not you should get an epidural or whether or not you should get a COVID vaccine or whether or not you should vaccinate your kids or these things that we get really emotionally attached to, whether or not you should have an abortion. I mean, you name it, all these super highly charged topics. Yet when we're in that situation, sometimes we change our mind because we understand that, you know, when it's you, things might be different. So just to throw that out there, if uh, some part of you feels some judgment towards women who might choose to do something like have a labiaplasty, just understand that it's kind of their business. And that I agree, nobody should ever coerce anyone into having this done. But when patients come to see me, and I've done thousands of these procedures over the past 20 years, I guarantee that I can do it safely. I can give the patient what she wants to achieve. And I think my job as a physician is to serve the patient, uh, not to promote my own opinions. So does labiaplasty lead to freedom? Yes, I see that it does. And patients regularly tell me that they feel more free after the surgery. Um, If you go on my website, I've got a number of uh, video testimonials from patients who have asked if I could share their story. Uh, You know, could, could I share their story because their lives have been so dramatically improved by something that might seem so trivial to those of us who don't suffer with that. But, you know, when that problem is removed, and a problem I put in quotation marks, if the patient perceives it's a problem, when that problem is removed, then now she can freely move about the world and do whatever she wants to. What I regularly hear is that it's not as if the patient is looking in the mirror every day and saying, oh my gosh, my labia look amazing. Not at all. What they're doing is looking in the mirror every day and just simply not thinking about it anymore. So freedom from this continuous uh, negative thought about body image. It's an amazing return of energy. You know, we have so much energy during the day. And if I can be free of the energy of worrying about what I'm going to wear and worrying about how it's going to look and being scared of a sexual encounter because I'm worried about the way it looks or that it's going to pull or hurt. If I'm free of that, I've got so much more energy to spend on more productive things. So yeah, I think that's real. And so I have had an experience myself. Many of you know that I had twins and I'm on a pretty small frame. So my tummy got significantly stretched, as happens with twins. I had a C-suction, and I'm super athletic. I lost all the weight very quickly. I was back at the gym, lifting weights, doing sit-ups, Pilates, all the things. But I had this really significant baggy skin. I mean, my tummy skin, I could pull out like bubble gum. It was just, it wasn't going to change. I was 37 years old, and your skin doesn't go back. So I opted to have a below-the-belly-button tummy tuck or a mini tummy tuck just to get rid of that extra skin. And what I experienced was, uh, I don't think about it anymore. I had this done almost 15 years ago. And I do not look in the mirror every day and think my tummy looks great. I just look in the mirror and I don't think about my tummy. So I have a freedom from this very uncomfortable thought that I was plagued with prior to the surgery after the twins were born, which is that my stomach skin might fall out at an inopportune time. I had to wear different layers of really supportive undergarments. I couldn't wear certain swimsuits. I didn't go on certain vacation spots. I would avoid all kinds of different clothing. I was not free at all because of this roly-poly skin. And this might sound like a very 
privileged problem to have, and for sure it is. But I think even if we you know, recognize our privilege that we are able to change these things in this amazing Western world that we live in, it's okay to say that it's hard. I mean, it is a form of suffering to have roly-poly skin so that you can't wear whatever you want to. And yes, I'm not starving living in sub-Saharan Africa, but I feel much better about myself now that I don't have that anymore. And that is a form of freedom because now my mind is available to think about more productive things than whether my stomach's going to fall out of my jeans. So I had that surgery done and it was great. And just a thought uh, to think about if that's something that you are considering. And many of us have a lot of judgments that have been culturally placed in our minds about cosmetic surgery. I certainly did. I, you know, I thought about it for a long time before I had my breasts and tummy done. I wondered if it was the right thing to do. You know, I was sort of reflecting on my own spiritual beliefs about loving ourselves the way we are and all of those things, but ultimately realized that I'm not enlightened yet. And I do love myself as I am, but I did not love that role of skin and getting rid of it helped me to be free. So can cosmetic surgery lead to freedom? I really believe that it does. And I do think it's important to assess where the impetus to have this done is coming from. You know, and if it's coming from a, another person telling us that we're not good enough or any flavor in that direction, then absolutely that's something to think about and make sure that it's coming from our own internal desire. But I think once that question's been answered, if you can have whatever procedure it is that you're hoping will free you from limiting beliefs and negative thoughts, find a really great surgeon. You know, if you're anticipating having gynecologic surgery, you know, I'd be more than happy to help you with that. I'm probably the most experienced person in Houston at doing labiaplasty and vaginoplasty. A little bit on the last procedure, you know, vaginoplasty is tightening the vagina to help with sexual sensation, which is really important. If we've had uh, one or more vaginal deliveries, the vagina gets stretched. And there is a lack of freedom in worrying about whether we can hold enough tightness in the vagina to uh, help our partner to have an orgasm if we're in a heterosexual relationship or worrying about whether we're going to trap air in the vagina when we're at yoga. That used to happen to me. So I'd put my feet over my head and then put my head down and I'd have that embarrassing queef in public. That's not fun. Or if we're trapping water in the vagina in the bathtub and you get out of the bath and water runs all over the place. I mean, these are different minor inconveniences, but they can add up to a real lack of freedom. So again, by freedom, I mean just being able to do whatever you want to without having to worry about is my vagina too loose? Or not only for our partner, but specifically, is it too loose for us to get enough friction to feel pleasure from vaginal intercourse? Because uh, for me, prior to having some non-surgical treatments, I really couldn't feel anything in the vagina after I had my kids. And I only had one vaginal delivery, but uh, the pleasure of vaginal intercourse kind of went away. And now that's returned using vaginal laser, platelet-rich plasma, and some of the other things that we can do. But again, is that selfish to do, to invest your money in that? Is it uh, the wrong thing to do because we should love ourselves the way we are? Or is it valid to invest money in yourself because you can develop a higher level of freedom and you can free your mind to explore more important things than worrying about if my vagina is too loose or if my labia are going to get stuck in the vagina when I have sex or all the things that we worry about. So just some food for thought. And I know it's a little bit controversial, I always like to try to look at all sides. Um, I do understand both sides of the argument, but I think the bottom line is uh, my thought is we should let people do what they want with their own body. 
And if you don't want to do this with your body, uh, that's more power to you. But if somebody does want to do this to her own body and it can be done safely, it really can lead to more freedom. And I'm a living example of that. And my many, many patients are too. So just something to think about. And if you're feeling stuck in a place where you don't feel free regarding your genital area, whether it's the outside, the labia, or the inside the vagina, and you want somebody to talk to you about that in a non-judgmental way, uh, come see me. I'd love to talk to you about it. And just something to think about. We'll talk to you next week.